0: And you have a little bit on him. Do you want to talk about Nate Bjorken a little bit?
1: Um, Yeah, I saw the signing on Twitter, and I was like, who is this guy? Never heard of him. But he was the uh, Toronto Raptors bench coach for the last couple of years, so he has a hmm. ring. Oh. So he has the winning mentality for this team. I thought the really funny thing was when I looked him up is that 13 years ago, he was a high school coach.
0: 13 years ago? Yeah, so he's, which is
1: weird to me. He never played in the NBA. He never was like a long-term bench coach or like college coach. But like 13 years ago, he was a high school Well, he's coach. only
2: 45, so he was yeah, in was his 30s. 30s. In 30s, yeah. I guess it's not that old. This and dude then, was and, signing real estate. Hey, I'm talking, buddy. Um, <laughs> oh, and he's a one-time G
1: League champ as well. So he has the winning mentality, and he has a pretty good team. With who? The uh, Dakota Wizards in t- 2011. Yeah?
2: Yeah, I don't know where I don't. I guess one it's of no the it's no longer the Dakota
1: Wizards. They changed the name. Or what moved. is it now? They probably moved. They they moved. I don't know what it is now. Oh.
2: Yeah, that's like pretty much all I saw. Like when I looked, at, had to look up who this guy was too. I was just like, oh, he's a Raptors assistant. So that's neat. I guess. I mean, Nick Nurse is widely regarded as one of the better coaches in the NBA. So um, he's the only
1: doctor. Who? He's the only uh, medical oh, medical coach right, left yeah. in the NBA. Because Doc Rivers was <laughs> Doc fired. Doc Rivers was fired. We still have Nick Nurse. Oh. So <laughs> I, didn't
0: even, I don't know how I didn't even get that. Yeah,
2: so I guess he's coming from a – he was under a pretty good head coach in Toronto. Um, I know the Pacers, like the only other name I ever saw linked to them was uh, Mike D'Antoni. So I guess this is whatever for me. I wasn't really yeah. on the edge of my seat. For the Pacers,
1: higher anyway. Yeah, it feels
0: kind of like a meh appointment. Like they're not. It's not going to make them any like better, any worse. Really, they still got all that talent coming back in
1: that nice arena. It, it's pretty. Nice. We get yeah, it. You guys. went to their. Yeah, that was yeah. almost a year ago. It's nice. It was. Like, yeah. Two weeks from now, it might be like a year ago that Jack and I went to a game there. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Cool.
0: I want to go to. I want to go back there. Yeah. Um, I tried to like save the thunder sticks. We got thunder sticks, and they d- didn't last. Also, besides the point, but I looked it up. The Wizards G League team is now called the Capital City Go-Go. G-O-G-O. That's a great name.
2: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it means. I don't get but it, but... Also, where's Capital City? D.C.? Oh, well. Oh, my gosh. I figured,
0: I figured... Geography, Peyton.
2: I figured the G League team wasn't in the same city.
0: Well, well I guess, yeah, it's, that's a fair point. Um, our other coach, guys. Stan Van Gundy. Yeah. Got hired by the Pelicans. A um, little bit more of a notable name um what do you guys think of that
1: i don't know it's... i think they forgot that they like i think they were like <laughs> signing it and they're like wait you're jeff right and he's like no i'm stan <laughs> and they're like what and then they actually just signed him like i this was kind of out of nowhere to me you think i got feel got like confused. jeff van gundy was probably the better fit but the better man, van gundy the better van gundy to be, begin with but uh van gundy has a he has a good like record like in the NBA. Like his Pistons were probably just a little bit off. They probably like ruined his kind of like career. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel like it's going to be like a Pistons kind of run for him. He'll probably coach for like 4 years, maybe make one playoff and then they'll move on. Yeah, this was
2: such a weird hire to me. Like I didn't think I didn't really love it because like think about the last two times we've seen Van Gundy coach. Like he was did he make the playoffs one time in Detroit? Yeah, he yes, he okay. did. His playoffs. second
0: season, they lost in the first round. They were 44-38, and 38, and they were third and got upset by...
2: Uh, so that's his, that, was. that was his peak yep. in Detroit. And then well, the other... He what was what, good with Orlando. Yeah, he, went, went, to the, the, he went to the finals. Yeah. Until the end where him
1: and Dwight Howard about murdered each other, yeah. and then he, he left. There was like some issues with that, too, because I was reading about it last night that when he was with the Heat... That Shaq was one of the reasons that they kind of like broke off. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he
0: resigned. Yeah, so the... he doesn't
2: get along with star players at all. Yeah. Star centers to be specific, specifically, that... Is there, there's no star center on this. There's team. There's no star
0: mm-hmm. on that team really. In Detroit? Zion? Oh my gosh, oh, I was still thinking. I was about... still thinking Detroit for some reason. Sorry. Yeah, I guess Zion. I don't think Zion's the type of guy to really clash with coaches, though. Yeah. he seems like a pretty
2: I guess normal I mean... dude.
1: He's only had two coaches I don't know. Ever. To
2: me, this was such a weird—you think really only two coaches ever? Name more than the two. His high school coach?
1: Name him. He. Pro- I don't know his name. Oh, wow, really showed up to this— Who is Zion? Show. High school what? coach? Okay, what's his high school coach's name? I don't know because I— Okay, wasn't but did one. he go to high school? Yeah, he went to Griffin High School. That's so true. that
2: means he probably played basketball in high school, didn't he? Yeah, but can you name his coach?
1: No, but can you? No, because I didn't okay, ask. Okay, but he's probably
2: he probably had one there, didn't he? Oh, you're gonna just start snoring, steal my I heard, I heard stick. The un, I heard the unfair
0: thing about Zion too is he he like could have gone to one of like those IMG Academy type places, but he was like, No, I'm gonna stay at the like small high school near my house and he just dominated yeah, it was like everybody. The five mm-hmm. six yeah.
1: kids that could be on like a JV team. Exactly. And he just like
0: he just went crazy. But hey, you know, we all got good ball as life highlights, so
1: what, speaking of new coaches, I looked this up when I was looking at coaches last night. That um, When was the last time Doc Rivers was in Boston? Uh, oh, 2010?
2: 20,
1: yeah, like tw- no, after that, because he was still coaching because when LeBron
2: was in Miami. He was,
1: Ty Lue was his 2012 assistant. 2012 is what I'll say. Yep, 2012-13 was okay, so last Okay, so that year. means Ty Lue was an assistant coach with him in Boston and L.A. Was Tyloo yeah. on the Celtics yeah, That was staff? his first coaching job as an assistant coach for the Celtics. In, in... 2011 to 2013. Oh, wow. So and he then he went the... to the Clippers from 2013 2014. Mm-hmm. And then, became, Until... then he went to the Cavaliers and became the head coach. So Why
0: do we need to know this? It's just a coincidence. He's kind of following in his, his footsteps. <sighs> and then he took so his, his job.
2: Real interesting. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. That I, 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 I like was it. my
1: joke. I <laughs> made joke. it last week. Let's move on. <laughs> um, yeah, so, wait, did Pete just say he invented snoring last week? No, he said he made the I joke. I made the out. joke last week. God, um, troll.
0: Why don't we, why don't we, you know, take a look at maybe some, some free agency buzz. I mean, I don't know how much is going to change. Cause one, I don't think anyone even knows when the NBA season is going to start. Um, but just to throw out like a couple names, um, Victor Oladipo is one. Oh man. Um, you what? know, he's entering the final year of his deal. Future Rocket.
2: I thought he was linked oh. <laughs>
0: to Miami, was he not? Yes. Um quit going back. You mean? No, mm-hmm. not going back. No, not going going Orlando. To Orlando. He, yeah. Yeah. So he'd go, oh, that would be a do you think he'd fit there? Did they, I don't they know. Need they him?
1: kind of are loaded on the like right now, field. are they yeah. not? Yeah. They need a big guy. Yeah. They need Giannis. Ugh. I feel like they need a more of a true center. Yeah. They need a not Pippen.
2: <laughs> they need a not. Kelly Olynyk. Well, they have or, Jordan on their team. Yeah, that's Butler, that's true, I guess. Yeah, I know. What you mean. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, the the cat the the, the the Heat. Think about this: the Heat went to the finals playing alternating between either Myers, Leonard, or Kelly Olynyk at center. <laughs> that's like, really good. That's just such an under like underval not undervalued, but just not a good team that just found they just gelled at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess you know, in terms of obviously timeline, we don't know much of what's gonna happen with the nba but um have you guys taken a look at uh the draft or anything at all like do you think i've seen a couple of a couple of mock drafts including one the other day where they had the timberwolves at one taking Lamelo ball oh jeez
2: um i've kind of paid attention to it since the bulls have the fourth overall pick Mm -hmm. um oh now you're a bulls fan (laughs) i pay attention it's just my fourth sport that i pay attention to okay So, like, I've kind of kept up with the draft. Like, I know the Warriors might trade out of their pick. The Bulls kind of want to trade up into the top three to get LaMelo, I think. Uh, But for the most, it seems like it's a three-player draft. Like, Edwards, Wiseman, LaMelo. And then after that, there's a pretty big drop-off. Like, this seems like kind of a weaker year for the draft.
1: Yeah, I just looked up an NBA draft, like mock draft from NBA draft.net. Mm-hmm. They have Anthony Edwards going one, which yep. is what I was mm-hmm. expecting. That's, that's he's the majority consensus yeah. pick, yeah. And then number two is Denny. Denny Avedida. I think it's I don't think you but say that. Is that yet. the dude from, yeah. Israel? He's from yeah, Israel? He's from Israel. Okay. Um, and then three is LaMelo. Yep. So then the Bulls would get. No, Wiseman? James Wiseman would... falls to nine to Washington. What? Wow. <coughs> I mean... But I've I had... never seen him fall that far in a mock draft. I feel draft. like James Wiseman would be the best fit to go to Golden State. Wait, yeah, so does that, he... have...
0: does that mean Golden State trades out of that pick? Did no, they, not...
1: they still get uh, Denny. Oh. Which is weird, because who would they start at center? Thank you, yeah, NBA exactly.
2: Mock NBAMockDraft.net. For,
1: for,
0: for me, it seems easy to just slot a centerpiece. And James Wiseman, yeah, he's got some question marks, but he's good enough at least
1: to... Fall into He'd be, that be the play. best like,
2: center on that team when he not? Probably
1: is yeah. Charlotte the three? Yes. Yeah. Then Charlotte would take Lamelo in this case, and then <sighs> the Bulls they are taking need anyone. Obi Okay. From France, and then oh, yeah. Cleveland would take Obi Toppin. But I had Obi Toppin at four to the Bulls. To the Bulls, and then three Lamelo, two Wiseman, one Edwards, mm-hmm. which is like I've been saying like ever since they. Mm-hmm. I think a lot it. of people have been, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that that was just like yeah. kind of obvious. I chose Obi Toppin last year to win the Wooden Award. Did you? Yeah, like actually. Yeah, in one of my articles for KCOU, I said he's going to win it, and then the season. Oh, didn't right, finish. because
2: you did the uh, whatever the A10. Yeah. Yeah. You said
1: Obi Topin won the award. Yeah. When, like, last year, like right around. before the tournament, the uh, yeah, the A10 tournament. He was
0: he was probably gonna just because he was the guy on that team, and mm-hmm. Dayton were actually good, whereas like Anthony Edwards. And this, Georgia is, sucked. Yeah, and this is my nerve with him as a pro is I feel like if he goes number one, the Timber, like whoever he goes to, I feel like those fans are going to expect him to be that franchise player right away. And yes, he's good, but I don't think he's that guy. You know, he, he didn't do much with a pretty bad college team. I don't see how that transitions to the next level.
2: He wasn't a great shooter in college either, was he? I mean, he's got a lot of points, but I mean, it wasn't very efficient.
1: Yeah, it, it. What's like a five tool for a basketball? A uh, you're tool? talking like five tool from like thinking MLB. Yeah, but what's like NBA? five tool for basketball? Because that's what I think of. That's a definitely one for Knowlton. to so the five. Wait,
0: re-explain to me what the five, five tool tools like, is like.
1: You can throw, catch, run, hit. Mm-hmm. So
0: I mean, for a guard, it would be like, you know, drib like dribble ball handling, defense, shooting. three point shooting, free throw shooting, and probably passing.
1: Okay, that's what I kind of picture him yeah. nice.
0: as. Um and he's yeah, he's decent. Like he averaged 19 points in 5 boards a game and he shot 40% from the field.
1: Okay. that's better than I Edwards, thought. right? Yes. Yeah. On a very subpar SEC, Yeah. A subpar,
0: team. but 29% or 30% from 3. That's not great for a guy who he's 6'5", which mm-hmm. isn't short, but
1: It's a good size. It's a good size
0: guard. for a guard. And I think he'll evolve, but He's I don't think he's going to be the franchise like a Zion where he's going to come in and be able to drop 20 a game, you know, off the bat. Mm-hmm.
1: I was going to ask you out of those 4 that we've been talking about um which one do you think is most NBA ready to make an impact? Ooh. i have go I'm, got mine but I've got mine too. Someone else should go first. Though. I have Obi Toppin as the most ready. Ooh, well, I was I, not going to say Obi Toppin. He just it feels like the most like like the best fit to me in my opinion just his size and he was kind of like a leadership on that team. Um, Anthony Edwards just like watching him. He seems like he'll need like two years to become that point guard all star that we've we we expect from him. And then also James Wiseman like played two college games. That's true. And then Lamelo Ball is just oh all gosh. offense. His, no his shooting in is he in New Zealand or Australia? Australia. Right Australia was yeah. awful. Mm-hmm.
2: So I'd probably say James Wiseman. Uh, probably just because it feels like he really was like even coming into the college year. I think people were saying he was already ready to go to the NBA, and that Memphis was just kind of a quick stop for him. Like I agree with what you said about Lamelo. Like his shooting was terrible in Australia. Um, Anthony Edwards wasn't super. He didn't really light the world on fire at Georgia or anything. And Obi Toppin probably would have been my second choice, but I just feel like James Wiseman probably, it's probably going to be easier for him to hit the ground running. So
0: I'm actually going to kind of disagree with you guys because for me, um, yes, I look at LaMelo Ball as a guy who needs to develop his shot a lot. Um, But I think there's something to be said for having gone abroad and playing in a I get it's not the best league, but a professional basketball league where guys are going to be playing a lot faster and they're a lot bigger and stronger than guys in college. And for me, that's where I look at the NBA readiness for LaMelo Ball. So personally, I think it is LaMelo Ball. Will I think he be the best player for, you know, at least at the beginning of the season? No, because I agree with you guys. He's not the best shooter and he's not going to score a ton as he just tries to develop that. But I think in terms of Preparedness. I think there's something to be said for how much experience he's gotten at a professional level, where these other guys haven't, just because they've been in college. And you know, I I could be totally wrong. Like that could mean nothing, and Lamella Ball could continue to struggle and be a a Sean Livingston, a six seven guard who's just kind of a role player. But I think there's something to be said for you know testing the waters out in a professional league before you you know mm-hmm. dive into the NBA. Yeah. yeah.
1: My last take, though, from this mock draft, I found is that I forgot about him. But R.J. Hampton is on this. Mm-hmm. He's going twenty-five oh, yeah. to OKC.
2: What? Man, what happened to R.J. Hampton? Like I heard about him like a ton. Like when the season yeah first started, he
0: had a lot of hype um, just as a recruit, and mm-hmm. it kind of just happens a lot where you know I don't know players yeah. just don't. Yeah, and he cause well, cause he went abroad too. That uh-huh. was that was also why I lost mm-hmm. a lot of hype. So he didn't.
1: He didn't he, actually go to college. He didn't go no. to college. Yeah. He well, chose
0: to go because he was a he was a top like five recruit. Mm-hmm. So it's you know you can't rule him out yet, but it's it's kind of in the same situation as Lamelo. Lamelo just has hype more because of name recognition, but mm-hmm. RJ Hampton's a guy with just a big question mark because there's just not enough. There, he wasn't in college which is the thing that i think that gets more broadcast and helps a player stock at this stage cuz people just don't watch new
1: zealand basketball. Mm-hmm. But, I was I was wondering if like LaMelo Ball if he goes in the top 3 and Lonzo went in the top 3 if this will be the first brother duo to go one, two, three in a draft.
2: Like, I could I for I the can't life think of couldn't think about
1: brothers didn't the the Lopez um, brothers certainly didn't Lopez didn't, didn't. Uh, is, I don't even know how many other brothers. Who's that Oklahoma really Center? I'm, his name is... Steven Adams? No, no, no. NS Cancer? No, he went to Oklahoma. Oh. like Blake, Blake Griffin? Blake Griffin's brother did not go in the top. Blake Griffin has a brother? Yeah, I didn't even know in he in had NBA. a brother. He did? Yeah. What's his name? I don't know. Just look up Blake Griffin's brother. Didn't know that he had a brother, but he definitely
2: did not go in the top three or whatever. Taylor?
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. Taylor Griffin. I, was, I remember too. him What now. is he up to? Uh, he's 34. He's, oh. He's probably retired.
1: He's yeah. Oh no. Blake.
0: He last played in 2016 for uh, some foreign some, team, a team not in America. Um, oh, it's in Sicily. That's kind of fun. Italy. Ooh. No, Sicily. Sicily. It's, it's in different. Italy. It's different. It's an island. Thank you. Okay. In. Italy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Any any final thoughts on the on
1: the draft? Not not a very hype draft. Yeah, I'm if probably I'm not going no, to watch is a it. The Rockets draft. do not have a pick I'm unless really, they trade one of their MVPs.
2: Like I was really excited that the Bulls actually got like a not bad, like a not number seven overall pick, but um, I'll, I'll, it's in a really bad draft.
0: The Bucks actually have their own pick this year, and so I'll actually they've been linked to Trey Jones a lot from Duke, and so I'll, I'll probably watch see who they pick. I don't know how I feel about that though. He's old, mm-hmm. and they already have guards, but. That's beside the point. So, yeah, we'll uh, should we move on to some MLB. Yeah. All right. Um, should we just start it out right away with some double play takes? Oh, yeah. From the, uh, from the World Series, guys. The World Series is even at one game apiece. Game three is tonight at seven, 7.08 approximately. Mm-hmm. I love how approximate those times are. Mm-hmm. Um, but,
1: Kenny, your first double play take. Um, yeah, you? before that, I think, like, the 7.08. They only do that for, like, playoff games and World Series games. Yeah. I wonder if it's, like, having to do with, like, warm-ups it could have to do with like commercial a t- yeah. A it, too, since yeah a lot of it since a lot of, of it national. is tv just okay. broadcasting yeah. they got to figure all that out because like you have a, si- a certain like time slot of mm-hmm. like how you have like two minutes to warm right yeah yep. um so my first double play take is Clayton kershaw still isn't a postseason pitcher to me mm-hmm. i still like don't care that like he, like I saw things on Twitter that they were taking out all the times so where he played the Astros and one time he played the Astros in the World Series, and it's like if you take that ERA out, then he like looks better. But it's still like career ERA in the postseason is, uh, let me find it, uh, four two two, and I still don't think that's great from a guy who's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing uh Matt Vasgersian a few years ago when. Kershaw was in the playoffs. He's like, this guy is gonna finish his career better than Sandy Koufax. He's gonna be the the new Sandy Koufax. Wow. And like to me, I just don't see it at this point because Kershaw, sure, he has the regular season, but when it comes down to it, you need to win a World Series. Yeah that he you know, he did awesome in game one, but you can't just piggyback this guy into like two more games, you know? Yeah, I agree with you.
2: Like a lot of people try to defend Clayton Kershaw in the postseason, but at the end of the day, I mean, you could make, like, an entire mural, like, out of just screen caps of him after he blew a massive postseason outing. The Mm -hmm. only time I can think of in the postseason where he hasn't flat-out choked is when in 2015—or not 2015, 2016, in the NLDS against the Nationals, he got two outs in Game 5 to to save the game or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. But that was just getting two outs, and he got Daniel Murphy out, which was impressive that year because Daniel Murphy was on an
1: MVP. Yeah, he was
2: top three in MVP voting. Then he got out Wilmer Defoe. Like that's (laughs) not impressive. Um, So, to me, Clayton Kershaw still has a long ways to go before he shakes off a whole choke mantra. All right.
1: Yeah, my so my second double play take is Brandon Lau, and he's back. And he's gonna win. Where did he go? I don't know. He's you know, we didn't uh, hear any woofs. He for went a while. to
0: <laughs> the University of Maryland for college. I had his thing up. There you go. Yeah, he
1: uh, Nick, tweet it. <laughs> Nick, yeah. Oh yeah. Um uh, Brandon Lau was just awful in the playoffs until the World Series he had two home runs in game two. And mm-hmm. like looking at it for the ALDS, his, he, had a, he didn't get on he didn't get a single hit in the ALDS against the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Oof. He his uh, slugging or his OPS was 182 because he got on base once Oof. or twice, <laughs> and then his ALCS he upped it to 154, and his OPS was 454. There we go. That looks like a pitcher in the National League. I, I don't know, but um, <laughs> and then going to the World Series, he's hitting 222, but his OPS is 1111. Oh my God! Oh, jeez! 20 a wish
0: says so his 2020
1: OPS is nine sixteen. This is just... I'm looking at Yeah, he was great breaks. in the regular no, no, season. I just meant, in the regular season, general, he was right? fantastic. Yeah, he was like their MVP. And he was an all-star last year. And he was third in uh, rookie of the year voting. Mm-hmm. But I, I think if the Rays pull this, this series off, I think he would win MVP if he keeps this up. Because he's been gone for too long in yeah. his playoffs to not show out here. Plus, he's been the only bat so far in the World Series that's like
2: really like excelled. Like, I don't think yeah. a Rosarania has really... Broken out or anything like
1: that. Um, I think you should build off your uh, second, your your first double play take right here. Yeah, but and, uh, I'll, and I'll throw something in.
2: Th- it does kind of. Uh, Brandon Lau. I mean, even though he's been struggling, Kevin Cash has been just still putting him in the two hole over and over again because that's just what I guess the analytics say. You put your best all around hitter in the second in the two hole. But I mean, Kevin Cash this postseason. I know his team is in the World Series, but good lord, he is just infuriating to watch manage. I get all of his decisions are backed by like analytics and whatnot, but gosh, I just I mean, him pulling Blake Snell like so early, like the pat in the past game, it worked for him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was so early and it just annoyed me. Like, I get I get why he's doing it and i even like kind of like agree with the reasoning behind it to an extent but it's like for example in the ALCS in game 6 when he put in diego castillo yeah his closer in his closer in the 5th inning we well, also ran out of arms in game f- i know five. but that was just such a ridiculous decision to me like even like so at a certain point kevin cash i think needs to put down the spreadsheet <laughs> take a step back and be like is this really, like, smart to do right now? Like, he put in Nick Anderson, who has been getting shelled all postseason. He lost them game four, five, game five. Five, yeah. yeah. And it barely worked. I mean, he still gave up a run or two. I mm-hmm. forget what it was. And it also, I mean, he's been putting an Aaron loop. Just yeah. a career, like, and- not, not a very great reliever by any stretch. Just keeps putting him in big spot after big spot,
1: and it's not like the Rays have a terrible bullpen.
2: No, they have a good bullpen. They have a good bullpen. Yeah, but I just hate the way he manages it sometimes.
1: Yeah, and um, I think this is all from like Eric Neander's. The he's the GM for Mm -hmm. the Rays. Like he had uh, Madden as his his first coach that he signed, or like he brought in. Right, and Madden was like one of the first big guys to like establish a shift in baseball, Mm -hmm. like a position shift, Mm -hmm. and. One of the weirdest things that I've seen that I haven't seen, like, in baseball in a long time was putting a four-man outfield out there mm-hmm. and then putting, like, Brandon Lau and right and left. It's just, like, really funny to me to see, like, a guy with a second-base glove yeah. playing the outfield. He made one. Of the, he made an out. Like, he got an out. Yeah, and, Lau can do it. It's yeah, just... It, it just does it a really lot. weird. Yeah, it's weird. And, like, looking ahead at it, um, it's mostly just... They're going to keep playing analytics because this whole team is built on numbers. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just... They're going... Like, if he's going to get on base, he's going to hit in the top two. Yeah. And it's like thinking when we play Little League, like, the fast guy hits first. The second guy is sometimes is just the guy who kind of gets on base. Yeah. Third guy, he's going to, like, hit a double. Yeah. Third guy's fourth like. Fourth and fifth are, like, your big guys th- who are going to, like, home yeah, runs. Yeah. That's not how baseball is being ran. Right no. Right. That's not how the Rays are really— It's a whole money ball situation. Think. It's mm-hmm. crazy how they got here. And th- this is kind of like our be- next segment right after you talk about yeah whatever the next thing. Yeah, what was about your other... Mookie.
2: About yeah. Mookie yeah. Betts? My, I just kind of, like... I see so much Mookie Betts postseason love right now. Maybe it's because he got everyone a free taco, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he did. But two
1: years... Or, not two years in a row. First... He's like... Uh, and 18 and 20. 18 yeah, and 20, it, yeah. There's
0: someone made up a thing where he's like, he's the first person to ever get America a free taco yeah, in, nice. like, two nights in a row or twice Yeah, yeah, or something, yeah.
2: But, like, Mookie Betts, for most of his career, and especially this season, puts up relatively pedestrian numbers uh, in the postseason. Oh, in the postseason. Yeah, in the postseason. I was going to say, he kind of won
1: MVP because Trout was out. Yeah, he he did
2: that, I think. And also, I mean, he is no doubt like a top three player in baseball right now, I'd say, but the postseason, like, when he had the great game one, that was his first really good game one of the postseason, and you could tell, like, so many people had, like, Oh, Red Sox, how could you trade this guy takes? Just fired up. Like, yeah. I mean, and they've just, I just didn't really love seeing all the Mookie bets just admiration after one game, one good game he's had this postseason.
1: Yeah, especially, like, people don't understand that the Red Sox, like, couldn't afford him. He wasn't, gonna he wasn't going to resign. He wasn't going to re-sign there, and they were just trying to prevent him from going to, like, the Blue Jays or the... Yankees they mm-hmm. did not want him they did not want to play him 20 games a year. Mm-hmm. I feel like people and,
0: forget that in sports yeah. like there's a lot of situations where if we don't trade this guy he they're just going to walk for nothing. Yeah. We yeah. don't get any value back like, and they could go to a ride. Look at
1: the Patriots they traded um Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. to the 49ers to get him away, away from the Dolphins, yeah. the Jets, the Bills. They did not and want him staying. And they got stuff back for. They got him. stuff back. Yeah. It's him. good business. And then look what the Red Sox got. Alex Verdugo Alex would have been Verdugo. an All-Star this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they, uh,
2: They got Jeter Downs, Downs. who's a fantastic prospect, and and Connor Wong, who also, I mean, he's got a
1: great, no, he's He's a catcher. catcher, But he's a catcher first
2: base or something. Catcher second base, something weird. Weird combination. And he has a, yeah, he's supposed to be an absolute power bat. So, like, I, uh, like that trade getting just, for whatever reason, the Red Sox just getting attacked after the first good, first all in all, like, fantastic Mm -hmm. game Mookie Betts has had since he got traded to the Dodgers like in the postseason that um that it just I just kind of wanted that to like slow down a bit like he still hasn't been performing at a super duper high level this postseason
0: so you guys you guys kind of I feel like touched on this a little bit with the the you know and correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like this series has come down to it's like a and analytics with the Rays versus kind of like a, a money. Traditional. Yeah. And like a money yeah. built
1: team. Like it, it, mm-hmm. it comes down to like the numbers versus the gut yeah. almost. Like a yeah. team that's a top two spending team in baseball against the team who's a bottom two team. Like there's. Probably, I think the bottom team. I think, I think the Rays are below. I, they might oh, be. Oh, no, no. The big. Marlins are the bottom team. Oh, I looked okay. this up the other day. I think it goes Marlins and Rays, both in Florida. <laughs> mm-hmm. But. Um, But we talked about, like, before, if this series is even, like, good for baseball. It's really, to me, it's not because it's just, I mean, it had record
2: low numbers mm-hmm. for game one. And it's just because these two teams, to me, just aren't that compelling to watch. I mean, the Rays are just a small mini-market team that I could care less about. They don't spend money at all. They don't have any real superstars on that team. I get they have Blake Snell who won Cy Young in 2018. He's not fun to watch pitch at all. Mm-hmm. He is he walks a ton of people. He just he his pitch count goes way up by the fifth inning. He has to be pulled, and it's just not a very fun team to watch. And it's against the Dodgers who, if you're not from LA or not a Dodgers fan, you really no one likes the Dodgers outside right. of them.
1: Like, like outside so, of LA, no one. likes yeah. like yeah. even. Other cities in California, like the Giants, mm-hmm. San Francisco, Oakland, they hate yeah. the Dodgers. So at the end of the day, you're
2: rooting for a small mar- if you're a casual fan, which is what most people watching this series probably are, you're watching a team you're probably rooting for a team that you don't know a lot of the players of, or you're rooting for a team that is top two in payroll every year and yeah. isn't an underdog by any stretch.
1: Yeah, I think the M L B will only prosper from this if the Dodgers win. I like Peyton talked about this on his show yesterday. That do you want a gold numbered Brandon Lau jersey or do you want a gold numbered Mookie Betts jersey? Or, or like Cody Bellinger. Or Cody Bellinger. Or Clayton like, Kershaw. No one knew who uh, Bruce Saw was Mike Brousseau, Brousseau. Yeah. Did you know No one knew no one knew who he was until he hit that home run against. The I mean, Yankees. not a lot of people. I mean, even the Rays' best player this postseason has yeah, been I Randy think... Arosarena.
2: No one really
1: knew who Randy Arosarena was. Yeah, going and a lot series. of people don't even know who Blake Snell is, and he won a Cy Young. Yeah, like, Blake just...
2: Snell won a Cy Young two years ago, and he might be the third most popular pitcher in this se- in this series.
1: Yeah, and it. I I also get like the effect that without there being a lot of fans at this game, it just doesn't even feel like a World Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: See, that's that's what I was thinking, Peyton, when you said your point talking about, like, I think a lot of people do actually enjoy when smaller market teams like the Rays get into a situation like this. I, I think we saw a lot of that, like, when the Blues went to the Stanley Cup after being, like, the worst team. And I get they're not that small of a market comparatively, but, like, with, like you said, Kenny, limited fans, I feel like there's just not as much hype built because... There's not people covering. Look at all these like crazy watch parties that are happening in Tampa Bay. Look at these awesome fans. That then neutral fans who just are like, I want to watch the World Series and pick a team. They don't really see like, oh, I'm going to pick Tampa Bay because look at how cool their and how much they like their fans would appreciate a championship and stuff. So I feel like COVID and fans not being in the stadium and the games not being played at their home ballparks plays a lot into that too. But I I think your arguments are both very interesting about why it's not a good series from a. You Know from like the a teams, business perspective, yeah, from the way like the for the MLB, are, yeah, the way the teams are set up, but it uh, kind
1: of shows that it's probably not rigged. If the race yeah. made it, <laughs> um, my That's last good. thing was, oh, so I think it's pretty cool that the Lakers won the NBA title last month or what was the beginning of this month, beginning uh, of this okay, month. in the last yeah. two or three I mean, weeks, yeah, the Lakers won in the last two or three weeks, Tampa won the stanley cup now it's mm-hmm. like now it's like oh, which it's team time is breaker, gonna win yeah. Yeah. and tampa bay is kind of becoming a title town if they win this one that's crazy then, like don't count out tom brady i'm just saying that now <laughs> mm-hmm. that's crazy
0: if T- tampa bay getting three championships in the same sports calendar year, mm-hmm. that'd be crazy
2: um but yeah so any final thoughts before we wrap it up on uh take a little break um <sighs> i got raised in seven I think the Dodgers win this in six.
0: Oh, I'm with him. I already said that on my other show, so I have to stick by it. But, uh, yeah, that'll, that'll wrap it up for a uh, little bit of MLB and NBA discussion. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, Mizzou's matchup against Kentucky this Saturday. You don't want to miss that. Stick around. This is the Unwritten Rule, KCOU 88.1 FM. This is how we do every day. We be And if you want to come and text
2: us,
1: If you love them enough to turn off your music. And pretend like their music is your music.
3: Ah, this is mommy's jam.
1: Then surely you'll check nhtsa.gov/slash/the-right-seat to make sure they're in the right car seat.
3: Let's play it again.
1: Check today at nhtsa.gov/slash/the-right-seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council.
0: KCOU would like to shout out East Side Tavern. It's the bar that's bizarre downtown Columbia's
3: best karaoke comedy club with a huge selection of drinks and activities and themed nights every week. East side is a solid place to hang out.
2: Looking for something that smashes sports content and video game content together into one big late night radio sandwich. Listen to Quarter Circle Backboard, a show in which your boy Chris Mitchell brings you the latest and hottest in sports news that you like and video game news that I like every Friday night at 11 p.m. on KCOU. I talk about everything from football to basketball to street fighter to fallout to you name it. Is the worst thing up past your bedtime? Tune in and find out.
0: point one fm and finally after it seemed like weeks of waiting and schedule reshuffling and stuff uh mizzou finally has a football game slated for saturday in columbia the one and two tigers will take on kentucky and uh should be an interesting game it's at 3 p.m uh right now the betting odds have kentucky by five and a half um you know, Mizzou, I guess last coming off now a pretty long time ago, uh win against LSU their first one of the season, obviously a pretty big upset in college football in general. Um guys, what a I know we talked we've talked a little bit about that game because that's all, you know, Mizzou content we've had recently, but um what are you guys looking forward to for their game against Kentucky? What how does Kentucky differ in terms of opponents uh, uh from LSU?
2: Kentucky's a really interesting team because the first two games of the year, they looked absolutely atrocious, but the last couple games uh, they've looked a lot better. Mm-hmm. I mean, they held, they made KJ Costello look absolutely atrocious. Um, the, they played a Tennessee team last week. That was definitely, I mean, they embarrassed Mizzou yeah. quite frankly in the second week of the year. And they, I mean, they held, Tennessee to just seven points, so they're a bit of an inconsistent team right now, I guess. This is, to me, though, like a really good, like, this, I think Mizzou can match up well against this team. It'll be interesting to see if Connor Bazelak, uh can keep his momentum rolling.
1: Yeah, I think this will be Connor Bazalak's first real test as a starting quarterback. He went up against an LSU defense that won the national championship, but is nothing like Lost it was. everybody. Lost everybody. Except for Dan and, Stingley, but... But it it just wasn't a test. Like, he was pretty much playing a Big 12 defense, mm-hmm. which is, like, a joke because Big 12s don't really have good defenses. And I think this will be a good test for him. Kentucky had two pick sixes in the first quarter last week. Like, their defense got two mm-hmm. pick sixes last week. So I think this will be a good test for him. Um, I'm excited to see Mizzou's defense against Kentucky, too, because Kentucky's quarterback is very subpar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I His name escapes me, but... I should know that. But it just doesn't – it looks like a good game for both defenses almost. Mm. But I think Mizzou will come out on top.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I will say I looked at that that Tennessee score, and part of me is a little bit more scared for the Kentucky game than even I was against LSU because Mizzou's defensive line was dominated by Tennessee's offensive line. And the fact that Kentucky – and I think Tennessee like ran up – it's uh, Terry Wilson, by the Terry way. Terry Wilson. Um, but yeah – Only 564 yards, 58 for 90, not great, Yeah, (laughs) like you said. Um, But, yeah, that's where I think the the biggest, you know, question mark and most, I guess, important emphasis that should be placed in this game is how well is that defensive line going to play, you know, because I just, the fact that Kentucky could, like, hold Tennessee, no, sorry, opposite way, our offensive line, because, you know, Kentucky seemed to really be disrupting Tennessee's movement and they have such a good offensive line. It makes me a little concerned that, you know, Missouri, who's o- O-line's not too bad. They protected um, Bazelak really they well. They were against, much
2: better last week than they were, yeah, I mean, against the previous ones, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but I think, you know, ho- only holding a offensive line with five five-stars to seven points is, mm-hmm. you know, something to be said. But I agree. I think Mizzou's defense, too, can really have a a big impact on a subpar offensive game from kentucky so we'll just have to we'll have to see how it goes but you know maybe you know yeah do you think i guess we'll, we won't go like straight up score predictions but do you guys you know it's kentucky by five and a half do you think mizzou's got a chance uh, Mizzou I, by oh, three
2: mizzou i think definitely has a chance i think this will be a pretty good game i don't know if i necessarily think they'll win i think it'll be competitive i'll take kentucky though i think yeah huh
0: that just makes me nervous i agree the inconsistency is weird for me like you know, they got wins against Tennessee and Mississippi State. They also only allowed two points against Mississippi State.
2: KJ Costello, ever since he played LSU, has been atrocious. Yeah, that's
0: this is true. But nine points in your last two games. Um, I, I'll, I'll take Missouri. I think I, I'll take Missouri by like three. It'll be like 19 to like 16. Like it'll be mm-hmm. it'll be just one of those like gritty SEC football games.
1: Yeah, it'll be a close one. I think it, this will be a more of like an SEC game because it'll be defense-based. Yep. And mm-hmm. I think we just... Not we. Sorry, I think Bezaloc is just the better quarterback. I think it will be a close game, but he's better, and yeah. that's the one advantage that Mizzou will have.
2: That's I think that's fair, but I mean like Terry Wilson, yeah, he's uh, not a good passer by any stretch, but I mean his threat comes from his legs. I mean he's mm. a really mobile quarterback. And Mizzou's had a pretty good run defense. Yeah, they they, they did last week.
1: Against, but two weeks ago against LSU,
2: yeah, against or yeah, two weeks ago against LSU, but. I mean, just as recently as last year, I know it's a different head coach, but, I mean, it's the same defensive coordinator, pretty much the same uh, defensive staff, and they struggled last year against quarterbacks who could run. Mm -hmm. So I think that could kind of doom them. Uh,
0: Another game to look out for tonight, actually. Uh, Big Ten starts this weekend, um, and it actually kicks off tonight. Wisconsin's playing Illinois um, at 7 p.m. tonight. Also just looking at some of these spreads for the weekend. Um Clemson is favored by forty six according to the most recent against oh, Syracuse. Against Syracuse. Um, uh twenty seventeen
1: Syracuse upset them, so That's expect that this weekend. Yeah. You give um backup QB,
0: what is his name? Um uh, is it? Rex, Cole Pepper. Cole Pepper. Cole Pepper. Yeah. yeah. Is he so he's Dante? Is he related? He to Dante is not related Goldberg? to Don Temple Pepper. Okay, I thought I saw something that said he was, but I no. He
1: had he had family members around. Okay,
0: so. I've been I've been fed misinformation then, but uh, yeah. Hopefully, Wisconsin does not um, have another game against Illinois like they had last
2: year. That was a good game. No,
0: no, it was not. <laughs> it's a Funny um, game. Yeah, it's certainly funny. But uh, yeah, any any guys? Any other thoughts on college football? Uh, or... It'll
2: be interesting to see the Big Ten back now. I yeah. mean, Ohio State is. Probably their best. That well, not probably. Definitely their best chance to make the college football playoffs. And it'll be weird to see them play like less games. But if they can still justify being in
1: the college football playoff,
0: all right, Kenny.
1: Um, I'm sad that none of us will be attending this Kentucky game. Yeah, that sucks.
0: You guys, I I didn't. I did not personally. We apply applied for, for tickets but...
1: three minutes after the email was sent, but I guess. Them seeing we went to two other games, this year. yeah, did not look good. That's fine. Just give us Georgia tickets so we can say we went to
2: Bama, LSU, Georgia. Oh all yeah, in one, in one season. Mm-hmm.
0: Missouri are like the Texas A and M of last year, just mm-hmm. playing every single good team. This is ridiculous.
1: I'm gonna win them. I'm, all. Gonna, win I'm gonna win two win, of win three.
0: Two, two out of three. Um, we'll have to see how that goes. But yeah, we're gonna send it to a quick break. When we come back. Um, we've got a special guest joining us. Uh, for some NFL, uh, score prediction. We're gonna talk a little bit about weeks six and seven six and seven. Yeah of the NFL season. So stay tuned for that. This is the Unrun Rule, KCOU 88.1 FM.
3: You love them enough to do
1: anything for them.
0: Mom, I need to be wiped. Coming.
1: Including checking NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. I want my teenage son to be thinking how to deal with life's stresses and natural changes. I want to know how to talk to him about things he'll experience as he builds relationships. I want him to know I'm there for him. I just... Don't know how.
2: Here is a resource that can get you started. Connect With Me activity cards have been developed to help begin the discussions. Visit health.mo.gov connect to access these free cards and other resources. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. Saturday in Columbia is KCOU Sports Saturday. Tune in right here on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia for all day sports talk
3: starting at 9 a.m cap off your Sports Saturday with coverage of Mizzou
1: football from the student voice of the Missouri Tigers. Don't just Saturday, KCOU Sports Saturday. Hey, Joey, I got some stuff you just got to try. What is it? Pot. You know, marijuana. Oh, well, I don't know. What, chicken? Joey's
3: so in a jam. What
0: should he do? Ooh. Uh, Kate? Get a
2: pizza.
3: Excellent. Get a pizza. Get real. Pizza. You got it. Let's see if Joey's that smart.
1: I'm not chicken. You're a turkey.
3: He's right. Drug dealers are dorks. Don't even talk to him.
1: Cowabunga!
0: Welcome, welcome back to the Unwritten Rule, KCOU 88.1 FM, um, guys. You know, I tallied up the the results from last week's NFL predictions. Um, neither of you did uh, did particularly well. Um, there was some kind of weird games. You guys both. Well, Kenny, I'll start with you. Um, you unfortunately had your lowest score of the of the season. <laughs> it was uh, a tough week. You got it Yeah, it was. You got just four points. I think your previous low was seven. Um, Peyton's pretty happy about that. He got eight, which is tied for his low with like two other rounds. But still doubled. He does push the overall score. He now has 58. You are behind with 52. So not impossible to close. We're only in week seven this week. So, you know. Um, but, yeah, do we do we have any just quick thoughts on the, on the week gone by before we dive into this week's predictions?
1: Um, this week I'll bounce back. I was like so close to Peyton. I was like two away last week and this just mm-hmm. made it worse. I'm six back. <laughs> yeah, you'll try to bounce back. It
2: I, I just I know what I'm talking about. You
0: don't. <laughs> oh you're gonna here it comes. <laughs> Real um, mature. so yeah, we'll we'll have to see. Um one thing you guys all you guys all didn't pick the bears. And mm-hmm. they won. So now they're yeah. five and one. I, I just true. noticed that as a little trend. But uh yeah, so we're gonna dive into uh, this week's predictions and we have a special guest joining us by phone. It's Mr. Albert Salazar. Albert. You there? How you Hello. doing?
3: Hello. Hi, I'm good. How are
0: y'all? We're doing good. Good to hear from you. Yeah. Um, Thank so you yeah, for having me. Of course. Um, so we're going to dive into some uh, some games for this week. We're going to start out in the uh, NFC South. Panthers-Saints. Who's starting out? Albert will start out. Albert, Albert starts. I'll Guess go first?
3: Yeah. Uh, well, honestly, I have no idea. I'm going to go with the Saints just because it's the Saints. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers won but I'm going to just go with the Saints.
1: Yeah, I think it will be a close game, too. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the Saints as well. Saints have really been a regressed team this year. It's been very obvious. Their quarterback's getting old. Um, but the Panthers have been a lot better than we've expected. You know, they've really shown out. They sh- they really could have won last week mm-hmm. against the Bears. But they didn't. Yeah. I know they didn't. I'm just saying it's uh, still a good team.
2: The Saints <laughs> are uh, currently missing Emmanuel Sanders and uh, Michael Thomas this Sunday, so that's actually is Michael Thomas in a timeout? No, he's hurt. Oh, he's hurt. he's right. actually hurt this time. Yeah. Um. That being said, I'm still going to take the Saints because, uh, to me, there's just still, like, yes they've definitely gotten worse, but they're still to me the best team in that division uh, even above the Buccaneers at this point.
0: Alright, Uh, next game is Bills-Jets. Albert, who do you think is going to win that one? A, a- little AFC East matchup. <clears throat>
3: Well I I just say the Bills. I feel as if Josh Allen's gonna go for like four hundred yards, like three touchdowns. It's
1: not a bad yeah.
0: not a bad not a bad take at all. That's yeah. not even hot. Yeah. He's just yeah. he's saying <laughs> a fact. Yeah. Um
1: yeah. I think I've been watching a lot of Jets tape recently and Adam Gase, you know, had that meeting last week and they were like, Adam, we're no longer tanking. We need you to, you know, coach this team to a win. He's going up <laughs> against the the East number one team. And this is going to be Adam Gase's last game as a head coach with the New York Jets. Ooh, the ooh. Bills are winning this game by a lot, <laughs> even with injuries. Yeah, the Jets
2: still have yet to lose to even lose a game competitively. They have lost every game by more than one score. Um, so I'm going to say the Bills pretty yeah, easily. Pretty resounding
0: opinions there. Mm. Uh, next, AFC North matchup. Uh, Cleveland and Cincinnati. Albert, who are you going with? mm
3: I'm gonna go with the Browns. Okay. The Bengals suck. Let's be honest <laughs> yeah. Like, like the Bengals suck. I feel as if Baker wants to go for a big game. It, sh- it should be this game. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. right,
1: Albert. It's a bounce back game. Um. Yeah. Who even is a quarterback for the Bengals? That's what Peyton would say. <laughs> yesterday. Um. No, I. I don't know if the Bengals are there yet. Their defense is still lacking. Uh, they can't rely on Burrow for every single play. Browns are winning this game. Yeah, full disclosure, I had just
2: murdered a spider on air, and I was a little flustered by uh, that. So I, I, that being said, I'm still going to take the Browns. Baker has been great against the Bengals in his career, and they're still a lot better than the Bengals. So. Yeah,
0: that'll be an interesting one. Joe Burrow's kind of gotten unlucky so far this year. But uh, next up, staying in a more divisional matchups, um, the Dakless Dallas Cowboys against— I like that. Thank you uh against Dude, I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> against the Washington football team Albert who you got
3: Oh I'm kind of mad cuz Zach was my quarterback for fantasy Oh but yeah ah, big, that is
0: big tough <laughs> Well
3: Andy I don't know I suppose the Washington football team's going to win Oh he's going I, to the Washington I, football team Yeah okay I don't I don't think the Cowboys winning this one
1: Um I agree with that I think it'd be cool to bring in Alex Smith to actually play quarterback and have a playoff quarterback play a playoff quarterback. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Um, no, I, Cowboys defense is just not there. They really should not have uh, cut Ha Clinton Dix. I feel like he was still good. Yeah. He's probably better than uh-huh. – I know he is, it, was, it was a money situation.
2: I highly doubt he would, made, would have made the, the, too much of a difference on this. That's
1: true. It's just a – I don't know. It's yeah. not a really good situation yeah. for either team. And I think Washington's just going to pull away somehow. This division is just awful. Yeah,
2: both of these teams are an absolute mess right now. That being said, until Kyle Allen is not playing quarterback, I am not picking Washington in any game. I'll take the Cowboys.
3: All right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I
2: see.
3: Um,
0: next up. Just this, the truth. This game's gotten a whole lot more interesting after the Packers lost to the Buccaneers. Um, they're playing the Texans. Um, Albert, who's going to win that one, you well, think?
3: Well, it's going to be a shootout. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be a shootout. Like honestly, I'm gonna go for the Texans just because I'm a Texans fan. But I would like I would be surprised if they won. Like yeah, like, no, honest, at this point I wouldn't I would be either. But the Packers, like Aaron Rodgers, is really mad. Like after last week, so he, he might just like release really it on us. Could be a revenge game I, for him. Yeah, but I'm just going with the Texans,
1: Kenny. Yeah, I agree with Albert. Um, Texans all the way. This game will be close. Um, the Texans. Should have won last week. They should have two. They should be two and zero under Romeo Cornell's mm-hmm. head. But the refs beat the Texans last week. Congrats to them. They are one and zero against the Texans this year, Bro. And don't get me started on the Titans when that game gets here. I'm going to let it out. AJ um, Card, um, yeah. but this game is going to be the Texans. I don't care that Aaron Rodgers played bad last week. He is a terrible person, he's going to lose this game. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm going to take the Texans as well wow, because, okay. as
2: Kenny said, they beat the titans last week if they they were one bad call or one questionable questionable call i'll say or one missed a sean watson throw on a two-point conversion from icing that game and the packers looked atrocious last week there's no way around it i mean aaron Rodgers might have doomed his his team's season with that Key and Peel celebration. So, <laughs> taking the Texans. That was pretty funny
0: to see. Um, next Until is, they lost. Next is Lions at Falcons. We'll see. And kind of mediocre teams here,
3: but. Albert, who you got? Know, I really don't know. Both teams are the greatest. Both teams are like. Well, the Falcons are a freak this year, if I'm being honest. I thought they were going to be good, but they're turning out to be really bad. Uh, I'm going to go with the Lions. Okay.
1: Kenny? Um, yeah, I like that pick. I think the Falcons really lost games not because of their playing, but mostly because of their coach Dan Quinn, who is gone mm-hmm. now. Um I'm taking hey, the Falcons. Calvary. I feel like anyone is better if it was Dan Quinn versus Matt Patricia, we'd have a tie. <laughs> but it is I don't know who took over, but whoever took over I for Dan it. Quinn is going to beat the Lions. Go Falcons.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna take the Falcons as well. Uh they, the Falcons still, on paper, have a really stacked roster. They're What was holding them back was coaching, and I think it showed last week. They played great last week. The Lions still are coached by Matt Patricia, so Falcons.
3: Wait, wait. Can I change my predictions? I take it back. You want to, you want to change the Falcons? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can, we can yeah, allow it. We'll allow bad. it. Um, <laughs> well, I'm just like, thinking about it. Was, like, they're not wrong. Like, <laughs> like, just like, listen to the two. experts. Yeah. Um, oh, my
0: God. Uh, next is two ma- matchup of two undefeated teams, Steelers-Titans.
3: Canadian would be really mad if I said the Titans. He would. Uh huh. But I feel like the Steelers have the defense to stop them. And uh, uh, the Steelers' offense is sometimes a little bit off, but sometimes they're able to produce big numbers. It's true.
1: Cheers, I'm going to with the Steelers. All right. Can I just go with the Steelers? Um. I'm going with the Steelers just because the Titans are frauds. They've not won a game oh more than more than 3 points.
2: I'm going to take the Titans because they're still undefeated and they literally frauds. beat the Bills by like
1: 20 points. And couldn't beat easier league. teams by more than three points. It they doesn't only, matter. Beat, they, still they won. only beat the Bills because they were high the off COVID. Still, and they just came off the Titans some are still crazy run in some
2: They still beat really good teams. <laughs> Both teams they are frauds. find a way to
1: win. Both teams are the frauds. The
2: Steelers' defense is good, but their offense is inconsistent. Give me the Titans. Steelers by a million. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Next is Buccaneers and Raiders. John Gruden coming back. Two. Mm. Can you go first? I'm yeah, I'll go, go first.
3: first. Yeah, the um, yeah.
1: uh, the Bucks are going to win mostly because the Raiders are a good team. They will probably be the last playoff team in the AFC, in my opinion. But they do not know what COVID is, and they have five <laughs> offensive linemen out, and Richie Incognito still on IR. <laughs> they need to learn that they have to wear their tracers, or they will not know where this COVID is coming from and wear their masks. So. Yeah, I'm gonna take the uh,
2: Buccaneers as well. They look like an elite team again. I mean, even their one since week one, they've had one loss and it was by one point to a five and one Bears team. So Buccaneers are a good team. Albert.
3: Yeah. Tom Brady can still play. He proved it. I'm gonna go with the Bucs as well.
0: All right. Uh next we're gonna just we're just gonna gotta finish it out pretty quick. So just, just say your your team, no real analysis. Um Chiefs, Broncos. Uh
3: Chiefs. Obviously the Chiefs. Yeah, really Chiefs. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I'll say Drew Locke is not a. What did he call himself? Darth Vader. He's Darth, not Darth Vader, Vader. Yeah. He's he's not he's not going to prove himself.
0: All right. Uh, Jaguars. Chargers. Mm, I'm going with that. the
3: Jaguars.
1: Yeah, I'm going with the Jaguars as well. But this could be Justin Herbert's first win. Actually, so I'm going. Yeah, with, I'm going Chargers. Yeah, this, yeah, this his is first win. the
2: Chargers all the
1: way.
3: I'm going Jaguars. All right. Uh, 49ers, Patriots. I'm going with Cam Newton, the Patriots, just because. It's going
1: to be a close game. Yeah. Garoppolo's going to come back and try to prove himself, and he's going to lose. This team is hurt. Peyton? Yeah, I'm going with uh, the Patriots.
0: Hats across the board. Uh, The undefeated Seahawks
3: against the Cardinals. I'm going with the Cardinals. Seahawks Mm -hmm. are finally going to lose this week. I feel it. I don't
1: don't know. Yeah, Yeah, Albert's right. A team has to lose at some point. And Mm -hmm. I think. I mean, they're still a great team. Yeah, they're still a good team. It's. A defense, a hurt defense against a hurt defense. I'm taking Seattle, though.
2: All right, Peyton, real quick. Uh, I'm also taking Seattle. MVP Russ against this defense. All right. Uh, Last but not least is
3: Bears-Rams. I'm taking the Bears because the Rams are are a bit inconsistent sometimes. Yeah. And, like, I suppose if the Bears keep this up, I suppose if they're on the hype train right now, and yeah. the hype's just taking in with it. Kenny,
1: yeah, I agree with Albert. Uh, both teams are kind of in a weird situation, but I'm taking the Rams. Bears oh. are going to be six and six once they play the Texans. Oh Yeah, wow. you can say that
2: all you want; it's just not going to happen. Okay, say that the, the Rams are going to win. Said I know the you're Rams gonna... are going to win. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, just because Aaron Donald's going to wreak havoc. I mean, the the interior O line of the Bears is disgusting. All right, well, that'll uh, wrap it up there for our
0: show, Albert. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Thank Albert. Thank
3: you so much for having me. Thank you. All right.
0: Bye. See you. And uh, yeah, that'll that'll do it for us here on the Penalty Box. Uh, we hope you this enjoy. This is not the Penalty Box. Sorry, sorry. The unwritten rule. That's my other show on Tuesdays. I apologize. You know, the unwritten rule. Enjoy your weekend and uh, take care.